How does using your intuition help you to make better decisions? Tune in to part three, practical ways to use intuition in your life. Welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast. My name is Tina Conroy. I am so grateful you are here. If you have found me, you are a seeker of spiritual growth. I honor your journey. Thank you for listening. Today on the podcast, we explore how to make better decisions using our intuition. Have you ever struggled with making a decision? You know that decision that keeps you up at night, many, many sleepless nights. Perhaps you've made many lists, the pros, the cons, and you've racked your brain and you just can't make a decision. How about if you've made a decision and it's been easy, it's come like a lightning bolt, it feels comfortable and it flows. We will explore this process. We're going to talk about the right side and left side of the brain to begin. The left side of the brain is the logic side. L for logic. This is where we figure things out. This is the side where it is analytical. It is the thinking mind. We plan, we make a process, we figure things out. And it is more of that clear, goal-oriented side. Now let's switch over to the right side, the creative side, the intuitive aha side. This is the right side of the brain. It is creative. It thinks in abstracts, concepts, symbols, images, and feelings. And that's how it processes information that way. If you think about any decision you've made, the one that was difficult and challenging, the one that was easy and flowing, you can see how you used intuition. When we tap more and more into the right side, it just feels like magic. It feels like a spark. That's why they call it aha. It's a good vibe. Now let's check in with Katie, how she used intuition to make a decision. Hey, this is Katie Kermitzos. I am the creator of two podcasts, the Women's Meditation Network and Biz Women Rock. And when Tina had asked about how like practical ways that we've seen intuition in our lives, I was so excited to be able to share because I feel like I have so many moments of practical ways that my intuition has worked in my life. In the most powerful ways, it's usually kind of a little voice in my head that tells me like, it's time to do this. It's time to do this. And a very powerful and recent example is that I have been wanting to move my three and a half year old daughter to a different school. And um, in even my eight month old daughter over to that school as well, they are in different daycares right now. And um, I just wasn't happy with their daycare. I really wanted them to get over to this other school. I've been journaling about, you know, really wanting them over there. One day I dropped them off and I just was like, I've had enough. I'm going over to this school. This school typically has like a one year to one and a half year waiting list just to get in. But I was like, I'm just, I'm going to go over there and just put her on the list. I'm going to put them both on the list. Fast forward, I'm sitting down 
with the administrator and um, put the baby on the list. Uh, she wasn't eligible to go until she's one. And I just happened to ask, like, do you, you know, do you have any openings for three-year-olds? And she said, you wouldn't believe me, but we just had an opening today. I've already called everyone on the list, so she's in. <laughs> and it was such a random, divinely guided circumstance. So she's in that school. My other daughter is signed up for that school. It was just my my intuitive moment is just listening to that voice that says, okay, it's time. So that's just one of so many examples that I have. Uh, so thank you for letting me share that, Tina. I love, love, love this intuitive uh, series that you're doing right now. Thank you so much for everything you do. Thank you so much, Katie, for sharing. I love that story. And isn't that the truth? When we really listen to that inner voice, it is really powerful. So let's talk a little bit more. Scientifically speaking, intuition is a form of intelligence. When you're using your intuition, your prefrontal cortex lights up. Now, wait a minute. That's pretty cool. Your pre-cortex lights up. That's probably where we get that spark and that aha word from. So when you use your intuition, your prefrontal cortex lights up in your brain. It is the front part of the brain. And we talked about that it has contextual, relational, and it's realistic. In spiritual texts, they say intuition is the drop of the universe, non-local correlation. The intuition or intuitive thinking is instinctive and unconscious knowing without deduction or reasoning. Intuition is receiving input and ideas without knowing exactly how or where you got them from. I like to say intuition is you know, because you know, because you know. You simply know it is not from yourself. Like creativity, intuition is inspiration and often happens when someone's virtually fusing in an activity. So these are the activities that we spoke about before, an activity of walking, being out in nature, going to the beach, meditating, journaling, playing an instrument, listening to music, being in that daydream. That is where it all happens. The state of joy, it is focused on that respective activity and it leads into joy and fulfillment. Intuition can be trained and this is what's so powerful. The more and more we use it, the more and more it gets stronger. It's so special and it becomes your trusted friend. This episode is sponsored by my private intuitive coaching program. You can attend this four-week program from anywhere. Some of the things we will cover... Learn the seven clairs and how to strengthen them in everyday life. Gain clarity on your goals and aspirations of what's possible for you. Connect with your angels and spirit guides. Allow your dreams to become more heightened and learn to receive and understand their messages. Learn to create a home altar. Learn clearing techniques for your personal body, home, and workspace. Deepen your meditation skills. Create a daily spiritual routine to enhance your intuition through automatic writing and so much more. All the information will be below in the show notes. I hope you will give yourself this gift, this gift of developing your intuition for greater clarity, 
purpose, and connection. I would love to be your guide. So how can we exercise this muscle of making better decisions with intuition? I'm going to give you some exercises and some tips. The first one is to still the mind. Still the mind and ask a question. Ask a question and feel your body. So get quiet with yourself. Ask yourself a question. Close your eyes and notice how you feel in your body. This is crucial. Where do you feel as you ask the question? Do you feel anything happening in your stomach, in your shoulders, in your upper chest, or maybe your head? Does it feel uncomfortable? Does it feel tight? Does it feel restrictive? Or does it feel open? Does it feel joyful? And does it feel grateful? Very important. As soon as you will be able to decipher you'll be able to go over this and notice yes or no. Yes, that feels really good. No, it doesn't feel so good. If you're getting a maybe and you're still not sure, practice this over and over and over again. With a little practice, it'll become more and more your own story and your own sentence. What we want to do is create a language for your own intuition because everyone's intuition is gonna speak to them differently. So we're going to create your own language. How does your intuition speak to you? The more you practice, the more you'll notice how things come up for you. If you're feeling fear or agitated when you do this, this is not probably your intuition. This is your anxiety or wanting an answer. So be mindful of that. Another exercise you can use is getting a few pieces of paper and writing out three or four scenarios on the outcome. So let's say you have a decision to make. You can write out one or two different pieces of paper or even three. Write out the scenario on one piece of paper and fold it. Write out the scenario on paper number two and fold it. And maybe if there's three or four. So depending on how many scenarios you think there'll be, Write out the scenario and fold the paper. Now physically take those four or three or two pieces of paper and put them in different places in the room or in your house. Stand, put them in the places, stand away, close your eyes, feet firmly on the ground like mountain pose, arms by your side and take a nice deep breath in and exhale. Stay there and ground your energy. Notice your feet are firmly on the ground Notice you are strong like a mountain. Bring your hands to prayer pose and say and notice your spirit. Ask yourself to open up to spirit for your best, highest good. Open your eyes and walk to one corner or the first piece of paper. Open up the first piece of paper. And if you can, say it out loud. And again, how does it feel in your body? Record it, write it down on the back side of the paper, fold it up, walk away, move to the next place. Same thing and again and again. After you're done, you will notice how each piece of paper felt and what you wrote on the back. By moving your body to each spot, you change location, you change the energy and you're able to tune in. 
And tip number three is to use an intuitive journal or a notebook. Be on the lookout for vibes or aha moments always as you go about your day. Have a small notebook or something with you. Notice how things correlate and validate them. Record it. This will be very helpful and will help you validate your intuitive hits. For example, you are thinking about a friend and she keeps popping into your mind. And guess what? There she is. Or she calls on the phone or you get a text message, things like that. Don't just dismiss it as that's strange or that's weird. Record it down. Put the date and validate your intuitive hit. I want to share a story from my friend, My friend told me the story, and this is a perfect example of the language of her intuition and how intuition speaks to her. My friend was cleaning out her home, and she got to one of the last boxes. At the bottom of the box was her mom's funeral card from her funeral mass. Also, there was a nickel and a penny. Now, she had been struggling for quite some time about making a decision to move out And when she saw her mom's picture, her funeral mass card, it reminded her, obviously, of her mom that she missed so much. And then she saw the nickel and she saw the penny. She picked it up and she thought to herself, ah, that's my sixth cent. I'm going to use my sixth sense and use my intuition and go with my gut. Her gut kept telling her it's time to move on. It's time to move out of her mom's home. It's time to make this big, big decision. It felt right. She thanked her mom. She thanked her spirit and she thanked her intuition. Now let's hear from Jennifer how intuition has helped her make decisions. Hey, Tina, it's Jennifer, Michelle Walker. You asked me um, the question about how intuition has helped me make better decisions. I think listening to my inner voice, which I think is intuition, has helped me a lot, especially with all my medical issues. And I feel like I do have a lot of um, adversity and trauma in my life right now, but I see clearer and I feel like intuition has definitely helped me and also other things that I do, like acupuncture and when I go and attend your Reiki circle. I feel like all these things help me to get closer to honing into um, my inner voice. And it has definitely helped me make decisions and to keep me calm and less fearful. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for sharing that. And it sure does make us calmer, especially in adversities. So I want to hear from you now. What decisions have you made by tapping in your intuition? Share with me on Instagram. Find me at The Intuitive Woman. I love stories and I love hanging out there. If you love this episode, please share with a friend. And if you would give me some love, share a review and a rating on Apple Podcast. May you have a beautiful day and may your intuition bring you better and clearer decisions. Namaste. Namaste.